Welcome to FlixOGs, everyone. Three friends who want their time-wasting activity not to be a complete waste of time. Hi. Haven't seen you guys in a while. Yeah. Been a while. We're late posting. My by fault. day. Ashley had to go take her baby to Sarnia. Some baby had to get baptized. Touched by God. Touched by yeah. God. Oh, holy, that's... No, never mind. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one there. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Lauren. We don't want to push away any potential, <laughs> yeah. potential listeners. Yeah. Father Dave, again, that was nothing. I apologize. Go ahead. It was... Deacon Dave. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week we watched Fire Festival, The Greatest Party That Never Happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a Netflix documentary on this festival. Are you going to introduce yourself? Oh, right. Uh, I'm Lauren. I am concussed today. <laughs> I'm Ashley. I'm really going to try hard not to say yes this whole podcast. Starting now. Hey guys, this is going to be the biggest podcast event of the decade. I promise you, it's going to be awesome. This microphone was Pablo Escobar's microphone. That's right. (laughs) We got babes. We got lattes. We got the illusion of good weather. We have everything you want. You're going to have to trust me. Come on down. Listen to this podcast. It's going to be awesome. I want to stop going first and say my name because I feel like... Oh, I'm Chris, by the way. It gets built up better and better. People probably forget who I am at this point. I crescendos, I think is the term you're looking for. But you, this is how it has to be. You kind of build, right? You can't have this and then pan down. That's true. Are you going to be the finisher? You're going to close this off? No. I don't want that pressure. No, that's true. Uh, So a little bit of context for this documentary. There's kind of the feuding documentaries about this fire festival. Because Netflix put this one out, but then Hulu... Hulu? Hulu. Hulu also has theirs called Fire Fraud. And there's some controversy and... So Hulu beat, beat Netflix by one week. Got theirs pushed out first. And when I was reading, it was supposed to be a series. And instead they're like, oh shit, we have to be, be, beat Netflix. So they put it all together one feature length documentary and put it out. Hey, I just want to hear and, and start by saying, I think this is good context. Uh, see what you guys feel. I don't like documentaries. I know what you're saying. Chris, you're like an environmental scientist. Like this should it's be like... Shocking information. Th- this should be like your kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I find that they're always super sensationalized and they really build you up emotionally to feel something. I don't like feeling <laughs> stuff. I really don't like feel, being like emotionally manipulated. And I feel that's what documentaries do. Where are you guys vis-a-vis documentaries? I usually don't watch them. I find them boring. Oh, I like it. Maybe I like to be manipulated, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just me. That's not that's not a reflection on you people who, who enjoy documentaries. I mean, there's been some I like. Like, I like the Dogs TV show or series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it's about dogs, so... Yeah, Fair. I wouldn't say I watched the babies one. Like, I'm not going to say I watched... Oh, that's the one, like, the, the babies from, like, all around the world? Yeah. That looked nice. Yeah, it was really great. Uh, but so, I think I think more one that really pushes a message, right? Yeah, because it's I never it's never many. fair and balanced in like the Fox News um, tradition. It's always Fox, yeah. it's always much more like we're gonna set you up emotionally to feel this one thing, and we're gonna do it with like precise editing and pacing to get you right there. Well, I think that's why Making a Murderer was so successful too, right? People, yes, you buy into that, right? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, that's they, shocking. They were proving that the, they were not guilty, but... Isn't that Serial? Like the Serial podcast? It's like Serial, but... It was a Netflix. Netflix series okay. on it. Yeah. Where were you? That was a huge, yeah. huge thing. 
It was Still all is. in the McCarthy household, like, 24-7 last Christmas. He didn't go to Christmas. Yeah. I probably saw a documentary. He's like, oh, no, I'm out of here. I'm going to go play PUBG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the Christmas of PUBG. It was. Yeah. The PUBG yeah. Christmas of 2018. <laughs> uh-huh. Or 2017, sorry. Lauren, what's this What's this documentary <laughs> the about? The is coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this documentary is about a fire festival that was going to put a, be put on by Ja Rule, who I still don't know why he's famous. I'm not sure what he Ja Rule and Ashanti. Yeah. There were some big hits back There were some the, the biggest hits. Yeah. Over my head. So Ja Rule and this guy, Billy McFarland, which again, also... It's actually Seth McFarland's cousin. You didn't know that, did you? Is that actual... No, that's not okay. true. No. I didn't know. I was waiting. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, so they started this documentary or this festival to promote an app that they were creating. Right, so they saw this this market weakness of Billy at one point tried to hire Jaw Rule to <laughs> put on a gig at, he owned this credit card company, whole thing. And he wanted to, to get Jaw there for a party. And he couldn't do it. He said he had to talk to like three different people, give it a bunch of money, never really happened. So he's like, oh, this is great. We should make an app like Uber or something like that, some sort of marketplace app, skip uh, the dishes, any one of those, to hook up talent with people who want to rent talent. So you could go into this app, click on um, Kesha's face, and be able to rent her for, you know, whatever. X amount of dollars. Yeah. But I think it's a great app. The concept totally. is Absolutely. amazing. I, I mean, I don't have the kind of money to get Kesha no. or Jaw for that matter. Uh, but I don't if think... I could get Fred Penner, like what does Fred Penner go for? A couple hundred bucks? I could do that. I think there's a limit to this app because if you're a certain level of famous and I would want you, you would not want to be associated with this app. Like it cheapens your brand, I feel Right, like. but but these are the people that, that want the money. They're going to be on that app. It's just like when yeah, you watch... Yeah, but then what do you, I wouldn't want... Like I'm not, okay, I don't okay, want no, Ja Rule. Like, Beyonce is not going to be on the app. No. Okay, um, that's what I want. But could you afford... Annie Beyonce? Lennox may be on that app. I don't know who that is. Sweet dreams are made of these. Oh, okay. What kind of party would she be at? Yeah. Just like a super cool party. Like a party I'd be at. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. So we start out with Ja Rule and Billy. And the big thing is Pablo Escobar's Island. Famous drug king. I was going to say, what if someone doesn't know who that is? I did not know who that was. I mean, I thought, oh, maybe, but. Mm. Is that because he had like a, a Latino name, Lauren? Is that why you thought no, drug Lauren's just like a Caribbean island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, for sure, Escobar. for sure. Escobar. Sure. Yeah. So they have this island that they claim to have purchased. Right. So they kept, like in all their advertisement, <laughs> their, their slick promo videos, it's we bought Pablo Escobar's island. We got the mic, they got the island. It was just, you know, kind of how these things break down. They didn't actually buy the island by all accounts. No. Doesn't sound like that. It, it owns it's owned by somebody else and they were supposed to put on like a ten million dollar payment plan and they supposedly gave one million, but under the idea that they would never mention Pablo Escobar's name. And but the very first wave of advertisement, they put Pablo Escobar's name everywhere. everywhere. Is it a big deal though? I wouldn't be excited about going I could get that he was Oh, I think people still like Scarface, even though it's a terrible movie. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I couldn't no, comment. I but I just think, who cares if he was there? Yeah. He could have said, this is his restaurant. This is whatever. Not a big deal to Yeah, me. I So agree. it was like a weird, strange, big pull. Yes. When, when I was in um, Zanzibar, they had Freddie Mercury's house when he was like four years old there. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I went there and it's just like a house with a plaque. But yeah. then there's a bunch of stuff named on the island about Freddie Mercury. 
It kind of feels like that. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, this is more about branding than it actually has yeah. any tangible effect. I just yes. don't think, like, of these, the generation that they're trying to market towards, was it a big pull that they no, needed exactly. to? No, exactly. We don't even know who like, it millennials is. Millennials don't care. No. I don't know. I think, like, El Chapo and stuff is still big right now. That sort of, again, Scarface is what it come back to. Yeah. Okay, well, anyways, they got kicked off the island because, <laughs> surprise, surprise, they did not own the island. And they marketed it so that the guy, because he wanted to rebrand the island. Yes. The guy that owned the island didn't want it associated with Pablo, so they got the um, Billy and Ja Rule seem to be, like, tight best of friends. They have their little magic bird. Oh, I had the biggest eye roll to that when yes. he explained it. Like, my eyes got stuck at the top <clears throat> right. and then had to just come. Oh, it was, don't reference these two great basketball players. Not. And take them and then. Well, you, you see, guys. One was white and one was black. Oh. That's why. Oh. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I think terrible, they're still terrible. overshooting how good they are. So they get this idea to promote this app with this great festival. Yes. Yeah, and so then they go about uh, promoting it. And they do it in the best possible way in that they got the 10 biggest Instagram models in the world to come to this island, Pablo Escobar's island, and shoot a big promotional video and it was super slick they had jet skis they had boats they had pigs they had all the stuff you expect to see in one of these videos it was great i never did you see it like like the actual flesh? video video yeah yeah i seen the video but then just watching them put this video on like the back story it was like yeah. amazing it was yeah and this is these what women sold are it. beautiful for sure absolutely it how could you not buy like it a fun party yes. time like Except for Ja Rule, it looks like a great Except time. Except for Ja Rule. And yeah. the other guy, Grant. Chief marketing officer? Oh. He, he was, was neurotic. Like, neurotic. He always had the mic with him and just looked frazzled. So here, here's my take. This, this is what happens when somebody has watched Wolf of Wall Street and didn't <laughs> get that they weren't, like, Jordan uh, Beaufort or whatever his name is, isn't the hero. It's like when you watch Fight Club and don't get it satirical. It's like if someone watched The Wolf of Wall Street and be like, I want to be like that dude. <laughs> Grant is like the Jonah Hill of, of this situation. He's kind of this chubbier dude with like buck teeth and glasses who's probably done crack at one time. And he honestly looks coked out for the entire thing. Yes. I don't know if that's his personality. It doesn't look like he's enjoying himself. And you have no. 10 no. beautiful models on this no. gorgeous yeah. island. The booze is flowing. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just yelling into his mic about, we have to get the pigs. Yeah, yeah. and flying V formation. Yeah. Uh, that was a good shot. If I we like want to go fucking see the pigs, we're going to go see the fucking pigs. Said Ja Rule. Yeah. Said Ja Rule. <laughs> oh, I, what I hated most about Ja Rule was when they were at the bonfire and he just kept begging the girls to go in the water. Hashtag like, Me Too movement. Oh, I couldn't believe he that was his disgusting. name has not been brought up when I saw that. The pressure he was trying to put on them. And they did a really good job of being like, yes. we're not doing that. And I thought some of the other guys there that were like in the producing, like mm -hmm. more on the filming side, also were kind of almost like protecting or being a shield for some of the models. Like the one guy's like, okay, but what's the point of this? Like, why are we all going to go? Like, Yeah, because there was no purpose. He just no. wanted them to go into the water with him. He wanted them to... Get and don't try and, and guilt the them in by saying, oh, just give us our dream. Like, yeah. make the average guy feel, no, just no. creepy. I think how I'm going to break this down is into uh, people I hate and people I love in this movie. This is like, this is such a muddled mess and I hate it as a documentary 
that I can only think of this in like black and white terms, in terms of, I can only think of this in good and bad terms. Because <laughs> it's either going to be things I hate or things I love. So things I hate, Vice News. Fuck Vice News. Because they had a big part of this. They do. And yeah. I tried once watching a Vice News documentary where they go to the Congo and look at, I don't know, like children, warriors or something. I don't know. And the entire children thing. warriors. And the I entire thing. it's called thing, child soldiers. Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> the entire thing was the journalist himself talking about how he's had the runs for the past two weeks and he's only eaten nothing but rice and beans. Yeah, dude, you're in the jungle. Like, you're going to, of course, it isn't about you. It's about the little child warriors. Like, d- ignore it. Like, stop trying to insert yourself in the story. So, fuck Vice News. Okay, so they're on your... Yeah, they're on my shit list. <clears throat> yes. Also, Ja Rule. Ja Rule's there, of course. Yeah. B- Billy's, Billy's there. Billy Grant. Grant. Uh, Grant. Yeah, no, Grant's there too, absolutely. Pull, pull up a seat, Grant. You're okay, in. so at the very beginning... Keith, the pilot, would have been on my shit list. No, 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 wait, because who teaches himself how to fly a plane? I thought he was a genius. Yeah, this is, the, this is the most German thing I've ever heard, <laughs> so and I love him. I originally was like, you are the biggest nut job on here. No. However, then it became very crystal clear, oh no, the only person with any amount of common sense and like... A willingness right. to say anything was Keith. So Keith is now to me the genius. So Keith he got out when was the start. German pilot they hired to fly them around the island, and he's the only one who actually knows about the island. Apparently, I'm going to call him Uber Keith because he is an Uber man who <laughs> is the only reason any of this could have worked. So from day one, he's like, "Oh, this isn't going to work. This is dumb." Yeah, you have way too many people. We for this need island. toilets. And so then he yeah. has he pulls out of you have this like twenty five million dollar production. He's pulling out a handmade blueprint and being like, okay guys, this is what we have to do. We need plumbing. We need um, septic. We need to worry about all these different things. And it's just like, oh, we have this one dude who gets it. Yes, I like to scale on that map though. Did you see how he was talking about like this is quarter inch means so many kilometers? Yeah, it was, or a, whatever. It was yeah. a two yeah. scale map. Absolutely, <laughs> but it was hand drawn. Like there was no. That's <laughs> because he's Uba Keith, and he can do stuff like that. Yeah. I think he's like a demigod that was like sent to protect the island. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, but even he was like willing. Okay, you want to go in tents? Me and my wife are gonna go sleep in a tent, and he's like, "This is no, this was bad." Yeah, yeah. he brought up a lot of concerns, and yeah. then he got canned. Yeah, at yes. the end of the day, they said, uh, "What was Billy's line here?" He said, "We are not a problem organization. That's right. We are a yes. solution organization." Which seemed to be Billy's like favorite thing. Don't come to me with problems. Come to me with solutions. Yeah, which is like fuck, but like you had it. Fi- Keith knew from day one this was never gonna work. Yes, his face when they told him that they weren't gonna do the cruise ship anymore oh yeah we're not doing disbelief disbelief it was if anyone came out looking good it was keith it's uber keith i would even be willing to go fly on a small plane with him and go zero g i would not be willing to go zero g but i'd go on the small plane. that's saying a lot because obviously he is intelligent the fact that he taught himself through microsoft simulator that i don't understand simulator is that legal what do you mean he must have had a, a test after, obviously, like a driving test. I uh, assume there's some... It's, it's Bahamas, maybe. Like, did he maybe. just, like, buy a plane and just he's going up in the air whenever he feels like it? I mean, it's just like a big car that floats in the sky. What's so hard about it? You just add, like, another dimension. Yeah. 
anyways, so... Okay, after this, they start. They put out their favorite quote. I think it's their, their Larry Bird quote. Oh, yes, quote. I have it. Living like movie stars. Yes. Partying like rock stars and fucking like porn stars. Thanks, Jaw. Thanks for that bit of wisdom. <laughs> I am I can't wait to see that, you know, tattooed onto somebody's ribs and script one day. <laughs> So we begin to meet some of the team that's been assembled to put this thing on. And first one up is Andy. Andy is the gay, older event planner that's worked with Billy in the past. I say gay because it matters. And he is, I think, completely full of shit. <laughs> he's I'm... very likable though, right? No, no. I, oh. I think he's as big of a car artist as Billy is. Here's, here's the reason. We, we, we get introduced to him and his line is something like, Oh, gee, Whitaker, I can believe when Billy did this. It's like, fuck off. You're an event planner from New York. You don't talk like that. Like, it comes off as such a he, fake oh, uh, boxy. He said no. jeepers. Maybe I just liked his colloquialism. Okay, that... but when he was like, oh, man, I just hope poor Billy doesn't go to jail for this. Also fuck him for that. Come yeah. on, buddy. Like, he's a bad guy. He's a con artist. He fucked over a ton of people. But and I you're thought maybe he just him going to jail? Did he just really like Billy that much? I think that's what it was, but... I guess now you're saying that every time he called them kids, and now that you're saying that, it's making me rethink him the... Sketchy dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that he is trying to position himself in a certain light for this dark documentary, yes. and I am not buying it. No, oh. and I also 100% believe on my own, my own opinion, I have no evidence, but I think he sucked dick for the water. <laughs> All right, so that's a We're weird. Get into th- that's it. a weird time to kind of introduce you got that. Up, Andy. Yeah. All right. So I'm his famous saying. story, and probably the the most famous thing to come out of this documentary, is a story where they had three shipping containers full of Aquafina water that was meant for the. Wasn't it Evian? I thought it was Evian. No, you're right. That's super important to the story, guys. Thank you it for interrupting. It is only because I think, why hasn't Evian jumped on this and yes. started marketing like, like yes. so, so good, good you suck, suck a dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> they have, they have Dave... And then you can drink it after to cleanse your palate. <laughs> right. right. It's a Dave Chappelle. They have Dave Chappelle uh, hawking it. So it's tied up in customs right now. And Billy phones up Andy and says, listen, the only way they're letting us get this out of customs, if you go and suck the dick of the dude. Of the, of the customs, customs guy. guy. Yeah, head customs government guy. guy. And Andy, this is also why I don't believe it. Andy said, he said, okay, I'll take one for the team. I went home. I had a shower. I took some mouthwash. I was like, no, you, what are you talking know, about? Like, if you're going to go do this, you just don't, you don't take a shower? I thought maybe this was needed to be fresh. No, That's but what you... gives your best blowjob when you're fresh. <laughs> no, but it doesn't matter, right? Like, it's like you go in there, you get the, you, you, you. I you take so- the liquid and then you take the liquid, you know, and then you get back to the, the <laughs> festival. So, Lauren, what's your theory on this? That he did it because he goes there and he says, oh, and then I, I'm off or I'm ready to go. And he just says, oh, no, never mind. Just make me this promise. Come on. No, there's no way you would just get or, out there with a promise. Or was this the customs guy saying, like... He thought that they were all going to be much like a hetero dude who would never do this, and he was more likely to get his money. He would say, "Listen, you have a choice: you either suck my dick or you can give me my money." And they're like, "We'll take the dick sucking, thank you." And the guy's like, "Oh, n- no, no, just no, just give me my money." What are you talking no, about? I think yeah, because he... how did that come up? Like, how did they? Yeah. What is that exchange? I don't, know. I don't know, but I think that 
he he did it. I think he did it and is now saving face and just saying he didn't do it. But it's a good story, so I'll just say it's like as if I didn't actually do it. Gee, I don't gee have... golly, mister, I would never. I obviously don't have a penis, yep. but I can't imagine Oh, this is going to any... get weird. Hey, guys. Hey, this is all getting edited out. Go ahead. Why? <laughs> I'm just saying I can't fathom that any blowjob uh-huh. would be worth $175,000, and that's what it would have cost to get the water I in. don't think it's in lieu of. I think it's like to defer payment. Say, we'll pay you after the festival. But still, yeah. the fact that you're deferring $175,000 for a blowy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From from G. Whitaker himself. I can't imagine it being that good. Yeah, no, that's that's no. a lot. It's a lot of cash. You would at least want actual, like, sex. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying I don't think there's anything intercourse related that would... <laughs> You really put uh, sex that on the pedestal, eh, Lord? It's like, I mean, you blow jump, that's crazy. But sex, that's that's 200000 right there. Maybe with Chris. Yeah, Maybe that's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Experiences there. Sure, Whoa. yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I, that's my theory. I think he actually did it. So we meet all the different people from different sections within the festival. So we meet Mark Weinstein, who, um, what does he do? He's a yoga person and also like media. No, he was in charge of festivals. Like he was connected. He right, he was help. a festival guy. Got, yeah. yeah. Right. We meet sound guy. We meet um, local Bayesian contractor. We meet the rest or the uh, catering lady. Yeah, Marianne. Oh, uh, who just so breaks breaks your heart. Yeah. So we, we go through and we meet all the different people. And the general message is this felt like a shit show from day one. Like this felt mm-hmm. like an absolute mess. And every day, some new problem would come up. And the only thing keeping together together was Billy's kind of cult of personality. Yeah, base, he seems base, charismatic, right? Charismatic, super positive. And there was such a belief in his previous efforts. So in all his magnesis, which was his credit card company bullshit, uh, Ponzi scheme, actually, and that people were like, oh, don't worry, Billy will be able to figure this out. He is the next Steve Jobs. He is the next... Um, uh, Ben, what's, who's the Amazon guy? Ben's, uh, oh, Benzo, Benzo. Sure. Bezos. 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 Yeah. Okay, this is what I don't understand. You're planning an event, a festival, which in my mind, I've never been to one, I would think is a big undertaking. That's, a, that's film... a fair statement, Lauren, yes. <laughs> Very accurate. You film the promotional stuff for it and start selling tickets before you have a location, any people lined up. Of course, because this is what he food. did with Magnesis. So. Like, I don't understand how... But coming into that, I'm like, oh, that, see, cause he com- He comes from the Ponzi scheme world yeah. where you sell a product and then you get income and then you pay for that original product. So he was he- getting all this money to fund the stuff that he wanted to do. He didn't have mm. enough uh, venture capitalist money to do it. So he thought that he could do it in his mind because his magnesis had been successful, that it would be able to pull this off on a grander scale. Yeah, but, like, they ended up having, what, like, to actually plan the festival? 45 days. 45 days. That's insane. Yeah. Like, you can't plan a wedding or a birthday party in 45 days. I can do a birthday party. I can do that. Not a good one. You should get started on mine. (laughs) (laughs) Getting a little real here on the pod. We finally get to the day before, I believe, the Friday, and nothing's quite done. They've hired 
The other good people in my books, so right now I have Uber Keith. The only other people here are the Bayesian day workers. And, they, and Marianne. I, I'm counting her in there. The oh, locals. Okay, okay yes. the locals. So they are working nonstop <clears throat> for two months to try to put on this festival. Yeah. And not to jump ahead too far, folks, they none of them get paid. <laughs> Yeah. So they, like, I imagine work not being very steady on an island like that, where you really only have tourism. So either you work on the resorts or it's, like, really tough to find work. So they go, oh, we have these great jobs that probably pay pretty good. It's steady. We're working all this overtime. You know, we were able to do a lot with that money. And then none of them get paid at the end. Like, to go from such a great opportunity to nothing kind of breaks my heart. And if anyone gets paid, I don't care if, like, the influencers or, any, or like, Blink-182 get paid. I don't give a shit about that. But I think the fact that these Bayesian day workers didn't get paid sucks. Yeah. Well, and that's why I made Marianne, like, the hero of it, is because she took from her savings to pay the people that yeah. worked yeah. for her. her subcontractors. It was absolutely heartbreaking, for sure. Yeah. And, and it, Oh, no, go ahead. And then we hear that this had such an effect that there was a Kickstarter to get her money, and they ended up making her, like, a quarter of a million dollars or something. Like, it was a ton of money yeah. to pay her back from the... For, for being such a solid person that uh-huh. she would use her own savings yeah, to square up, to square up with her own workers. Yes. I wonder what sure. happened to the day workers, though. I wonder if they got some kind of similar payout or I'm anything sure. happened. Well, they didn't get a good, you know, solo interview no. to frame them. I wonder if JR got anything, too. I don't feel bad for JR. No. You little, think he would just ride in no, the way? He, he, he seemed a little scuzzy. He yeah. seemed scuzzy because he was there from the get-go. Yeah. And he was just... He was just... Oh, models, models, money, money. Like, I just... But I think he kind of just got caught up in in that lifestyle in thinking about what it could be because he would have had no exposure to this, yeah, right? And for sure. Just... So the evening of, before people arrive, the worst possible thing happens. There's a rainstorm. Okay, well, And this floods everything. Yes, because the pretty tents and... Coachella like But they weren't promised. pretty tense. No, no, it's it's their shit stuff got even shittier. Yeah. They're they're like FEMA leftovers hurricane tents. With air mattresses. Yeah, it's not a good situation. It's made worse. There's mud everywhere. All their mattresses are soaked. And garbage. Yes. It looked like a garbage dump. It looked like a hurricane had literally gone through. Yeah. Like now, are, are we sure those those tents are for protecting from hurricanes, or do they attract hurricanes? <laughs> do we know how those were? They called That's hurricane what... tents. Did someone, like, not read the directions properly? But how did they not keep out the water? Because they, 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 they weren't folded down. They were, like, if you looked at all the flaps were folded up to let people move stuff in and out. Oh, so they didn't have them So ready. none of them, they, they weren't, like, properly insulated um, or installed or whatever. Yeah. So then everything's wet. Then you have your very first batch of festival goers fly in they were supposed to make these cool private twin jets but let's talk Instead, about the people just... attending too curly haired redhead yeah. yeah when he talked about running down the park to get ready for this festival stop right there yeah that was, that was a tough one like i already hate you yeah oh i'm just so excited i'm just prepping for the festival me, me and the boys got all swole get ready for fire festival <laughs> Ugh. no i there None of these people attending the festival, I thought, oh, I want to be friends with that person. And did you notice in the, when they talked their, their names, it was like, J.R. Edgar the Fifth. Like they, yeah. all, Oh, really? All of them were like yeah. the second. So are these all like trust fund kids? Oh. Is, that the, is that the idea? I don't know how else you could have afforded. And 
Then they're putting money on their wristbands. And... Yes. So, I still don't hate these people going. No, stop. I stop. don't hate these people going. Cool. I... During the, I wrote it down. Chris, quotations. I hate all these people. No, no, no. And quotations. <laughs> I think that was that was in response to the influencers. That wasn't to the average party goer themselves. No. That was to the Instagram people who were going. I don't. I no. I don't it, feel that. Yes. Okay, yes, it was the, it was people that were attending, and some of them might have been influencers, but still, you said it. I hate all these people. The influencers were the worst because they were going for free essentially, and they just were doing it to promote. And at no time did it sound like they were saying it was sponsored, right? Yes. Or that they were getting going for free. Like they well, didn't the, the the big poll, the that. bull the big poll quote was um, one of the Jenners. I don't know which one. Kendall. Sure. Uh, she got quarter of a million dollars to post that one post that burnt square. Yeah. So there was that big social media movement where they all posted this burnt orange square as their Instagram profile, and everyone's like, "Oh, what? That's so cool! All oh, the big what? What is this? Worked really well." It was neat. I was like, "Yeah, what is this burnt orange yeah. square? Yeah. I need to do research. Follow hashtags." They yeah. should have said something like, "This is an advertisement." So it's speaking of advertisements. Hey folks, the Anchor ad you heard at the very beginning is supposed to be spliced in seamlessly right here. Unfortunately, the Anchor website is not allowing us to do that very well. It's somewhat ironically. But uh, that ad, here. So, these trust fund babies, who what I'm going to assume they are, all show up, start showing up on um, the fire Festival. They fly in on 737s. They thought it was going to be like cool little prop planes it's not they fly no, in they were expecting to have keith the pilot mm-hmm. so they fly in and then they start showing up and nothing's ready it just rained there's sand everywhere everything is destroyed they're still running around there's no concierge set up it looks like a hurricane relief place yeah sure. <laughs> place <laughs> their 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 transportation i think was a yellow bus yeah, school Which, bus. to me, that was probably... H- high class. That's like red flag. So nothing's ready. So they go one. and they take them to Mary Ann's restaurant for six hours to delay them while they scramble to try to get and the just, event ready. And like, liquor them up. And they give them tons of liquor. Yes. I mean, I would do the same, right? This was it's like the working. best part of the whole trip. Yeah. And someone says that. Yeah. Like, oh, the there's dog. like a great pier. They're out there drinking tequila. The music. Tequila's yeah. flowing. This is where you think Finally, people good. start arriving at the festival. And it's an absolute gong show. There's no one there to greet them. There's no, they don't even have enough places for everyone. A third of their attendees show up and they use up all the tents they already have provided. Some people didn't want neighbors. So they were like stealing mattresses and peeing on stuff. This is all in the dark, mind you. This the is dark with no light. It tells you what bad sort of No, people. no, this is like survival instincts have kicked in. Like, no. this isn't, like, normal... It's one night. You've been there for six hours. These are, what do you these mean survival are, These are urbanites. These are, like, New Yorkers, right? It's like, they're in the wild and with no lights, and they have a mattress. You see them, like, they're no. stealing toilet paper. They don't want went... people around them. They're going to segregate themselves. Like Yes, they're going to build a toilet paper fort around their tent, and now this is Camp Good Times. No, I thought that was so selfish. Yeah, and excessive. Like, the looting, the like, come on! People, no, Charles Smith the Third would never do that. I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> and then, and then the one guy's like, "Oh, redhead!" It's like, "Oh, there's that drunk girl just walking around and doesn't know where she goes." But 
You, I mean, you can't help a person like that. When he said that, I thought you were scum of yes. the earth. You can't help this drunk yeah. girl no, who's it, lost. It, just, it sounded like something you'd read out of like um, like a zombie movie. Again, not like this. It was literally like you know you just want to help these people, but it's every man for them. You have to get out. You can't worry no. about everybody else. And it's no. like, dude, you're at a music festival <laughs> yeah. no. for one. For you've been here for three hours. Yeah. If you're within your mind enough to say, oh, that person clearly needs help. But you say, oh, I can't help them. You're a bad person. I think that this was probably... Okay, so here's something else about this movie. I was more on edge watching this movie than I was Bird Box. I was like just like my skin crawled because they had this countdown. And you know what the end result's going to be. It's going to be horrific. But then to actually see like this sea of these white tents and it's eerily quiet and you know there's all these huddled poor little rich kids on wet mattresses with no lights and like some like a tumbleweed of just like beef jerky somewhere it's it's crazy it was so good yeah okay but like they didn't even have like they're like unwrapping the lockers and there's no system for like collecting no nothing was ready that gave me anxiety the most amount of anxiety. When I saw the situation where all these bags and it's just find your bag. Yeah, he said you find your black bag in the mountain of black I bags. I thought that if 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 I had not already been done in at that point, I'm I may not have survived Fire Festival. It's the anxiety when you leave a plane and you go down to yes, the baggage my luggage? terminal and you're waiting for your luggage and everyone's on top of each other already, yes. waiting for that conveyor belt to bring the luggage, and you have anxiety. Is my bag gonna make yes. it? Is someone gonna take my bag? I don't have any of this anxiety. Oh, I hate uh, that. No, I'm chilling worst. over by the windows. I'm I'm shining someone up. Like this no, is not. I feel a like real everyone thing, pressures guys. you to wait. Yes. No, it is a real thing because you there is the lone wolf for sure that's hanging back. But I'd say 95% of that flight hovering yes. over yes. that baggage claim, waiting for it to come through. And so they're just coming out of these big containers. And I thought, no, that, like, I would be getting out of there instantly in any way I could. So they don't make it out of the first night. Fire Festival <laughs> does not make it ex- 24 hours in its existence. Yeah. They call it, um, was it that night or the next morning? No, that night. That night, I that think. That they say Fire Fence. Canceled. Yes. They say Fire Fence, Fire Festival is canceled, and they start sending folks home. My favorite part of this is they send them all to the airport. There's no flights for them because it's like a little tiny island. They locked them in the airport okay, with no food or I water. I don't even think, I think they were sending people to the airport, but there was also still flights coming in. So people that weren't there yet, because they only had a third of the people. So people that were still coming were getting there and then stuck at the airport. So I don't even know if the people they were locking in the airport is the people that were already left the airport. Yeah, the shot at the airport was really sad. Yes. When they were all kind of just lying on their bags and then guys re- calling about food and water. I remember being stuck in a Cuba airport with you guys, actually. And that's <laughs> that's all I could think about was like, oh, if it's like that times 100, yes. I am crawling up the walls. I am going through an air vent. I'm getting out of here somehow. <laughs> it was terrible. I did feel bad for them when in that moment. When they put that lock on the door, the chain on the door. Why did they have to lock them in? I, I think because they, they didn't want them just like running around the island. I think they it's like... I didn't understand that. Like, why couldn't they just find a refuge well, it, in know, other places? You know, it's like when you have cows. You know, you have to go around and check your fence lines. You don't want them just <laughs> running around in the wilderness. Uh, These rich kids are the, the bovine of... They've already proven the they're looting. I guess that's true. They Peeing might... all over shit. Yeah. Can't be trusted. 
So this whole thing starts falling apart, and we are left with Billy trying to put it back together. One point he's up on a table, which is like the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Seeing Billy on, guys, guys, listen, everything's gonna be fine. And there's like two thousand people saying it's not gonna be fine, Billy. How about we're not fine? Leaves and rides his ATV vehicle yeah. as fast as he can. Yeah, this is that read to me. It's like. He is so coked out at this point that he just needs to get away and just, like, do something. Oh, my goodness. I also felt bad for Corolla. Oh, the VC. Yeah. I mean, I felt bad that she got scammed. The investor. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that she... I just think maybe she got sucked in. I see. He's, like, he kept going back to... Because... I don't know. Like, she's an older woman. He's a younger guy. I think... But But he's not attractive. No, but his charisma. Oh. People say it time and time again. There's something about like, him. What was the tie for her to him? Because I think there's got to be more than just business. For her to invest that Sexy much. Sexy business. Yeah, I kind of, I wonder. That's my speculation. Your face is disgusted. That's Chris. my hot take. $170,000 blowjob is crazy, but the $5 million venture capitalist investment is yeah. perfectly reasonable. Is that your take on this? All right, so how does this whole thing wrap up? What's the fallout of Fire Festival? I think it all comes crashing down on Billy. He gets sued for fraud when people begin to realize he had told investors that he had booked, what was it, like Madonna or something, and that he had never... Drake. Drake, yeah, he had... My, my good, Drake. relevant uh, poll, which is Madonna. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, had, uh, he had booked Drake, which he had not booked Drake, and he was lying to investors... He was using money from his different companies to pull money either into Fire Festival or using Fire Festival to pull money to support his other businesses, which is classic, like, illegal fraud stuff. Yeah, he said he had, like, all these Facebook shares. He had, like, probably $1,000. Like, I could have as many Facebook shares. Yeah, he had four shares. He had four shares in Facebook. Yeah. And it sounded like he was taking money from the other people in his company, like, using their personal credit cards okay, but right. who gives your boss your personal credit card he yes. had such a cult of, i think this is a good point he had such a cult of personality that he was able to get all of his team members which in within fire yeah to buy in that we are a team we are a family going for this bigger goal yeah and if you don't believe that you're out that, so it was very very cult-like that is who i felt bad for is the the people in the fire for production the that were on the app side that have spent a year working on this app and this technology and had nothing to do with the festival that then are like not being paid and totally just out of jobs and money on their personal credit cards. It just shows you the power of charisma. Yeah. I think that you could, you could pull that off, honey. Sorry? You you, you could be a cult leader. Yeah. That's... Oh, this could be absolutely. a money maker. Are you us. trying to send a message to our listeners saying you're involved, like you want out of the cult that Chris has created? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blink once if you want out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just it talks Billy. That's gonna cut. Is it in? <laughs> That's gonna cut. Oh, hundred percent, not a chance. <laughs> Why? You don't want the truth to get out? Yeah, we're keeping that on the DL. Um, My Star Wars-based sex cult is not going to be get out there in the the wild. Princess Leia. Yeah. Uh, We did talk about the cheese sandwich. Oh, Which we we talked about all the influencers and how that built up the festival. And then the undoing. 
is a cheese sandwich. All I could think of was his, the cheese sandwiches in the hospital. And then you snapping me the cheese sandwich you got when you were in the hospital with Gio. Yeah, that cheese sandwich oh. in the hospital looked better than this yes, cheese sandwich that brought down the festival. I also enjoyed the part when they started going to the blowback from like other, like Conan had the guy on talking about. Oh, you, yes. We really saw this shift in mentality yes. of like, we are going to pick on these people who went. It became from being like a FOMO situation, like Ashley, to a let's make fun of these idiots who went, where Orin has been kind of residing for the past yeah. little while. Yeah. It just took people time to come to my side. <laughs> I loved the one tweet that someone said, every time a rich kid gets scams, an angel gets its wings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I really liked yes. that. Or the uh, jaw rule as like Ace Ventura running through with all the people following him, chasing him. Was that Ace Ventura? Yeah, it was Ace Ventura oh, too. I didn't see that one. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was? Yeah. yeah. Call the Wild. Classic McCarthy family oh. movie. You like Ace Ventura, but you don't like Anchorman. No, I never liked Ace Ventura. That was the movie when my dad went to Blockbuster to rent a family movie. He came home with either Ace Ventura or Major League. Both good movies. <laughs> then we moved on to Ace Ventura 2 or Major League 2. <laughs> L- less, no, Major League 2 is not as good. There's a lot of pressure at Blockbuster, so I can see why your dad would just stick with Every these things time. he did. I remember when I was used to have like friends over, I'd be like 13 or 14, and we'd go to Blockbuster to rent a movie, or whatever the Crescent equivalent of that was. And my parents, mind you, we were in grade 8 and 9, wouldn't wouldn't allow us to get anything with a PG rating or above. Yes. So we had to get a G rated movie for these two for like me and a couple buddies to watch. Do you know how hard it is to get a good movie that's rated G? Yeah. I didn't have a lot of friends come over to my house. <laughs> yeah. I guess the moral of the story. Yeah. Or I'd go to my dad's and I'd be able to watch like Braveheart and rated our movies. Yeah, and Showgirls. Fuck it. Doesn't I, matter. There are no rules here. Moms and yeah, it was. Nothing. If I was 13... It's it's the little giants. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching the little rascals. Yeah. Someone little in the name. Unless they... Pick. Littlefoot. So I think it's really important to view this documentary in the lens that it was made. It was... Its goals are to, one, educate us on this shitty thing that happened. B, to not blame the advertisers or the media group at all and make them look good. Because they're the ones who's putting it on. I Which think, I dis- disagree with. Yeah, I think if you are putting out this false advertisement, and if you have any idea that you're not going to be able to deliver on what you promise in your ads, that's on you. You need to take responsibility for that. Especially when they started deleting comments right. on the Instagram. The, the censorship, 100%. Yeah, that was that's shady. All right, so Billy's in jail now. He could not... He's still conning people, like... While on bail for this, he got caught conning some more people with a different scam, selling VIP tickets. With Frank Tribble. With with some with some new from fresh meat, he is going to be a con artist his entire life. I fully believe that. I think that he's been exposed as a sociopath. But our society, and I think American society in particular, doesn't really have a problem with that. I think we saw it with Wolf of Wall Street, where people idolized this con man. I think we're seeing the same thing with Billy, where people are thinking of this as. Oh, I want to do that. Like, if there's stupid rich kids to take money from, I want to be that person taking their money. Yeah, I think you're right. It idolizes it for sure. And the good thing that came out of it, though, was how... Well, they got they were getting sued, right? 
and they're talking about how they had to now start putting advertisement. Yes, if you're an yes. influencer, you need to say this is sponsored or this is an advertisement. I think that that's a good because even like right currently, they're being subpoenaed. The influencers are being subpoenaed to talk, come and talk about this to like Congress and stuff. Right, there should be some people yeah. held accountable. And if you're willing to put your name towards something, then you need to have the due diligence to follow up with what it is. Yeah. Like, I agreed with the one guy who was like, if I'm being paid to film a commercial... For BMW. For, yeah, well, whoever, then it's not my, like, job to make sure that it is what it is. Yeah, like, I kind of gonna... understand... No, no, what his example was is if I film a car commercial for BMW, and it's a great commercial, but then that BMW has engine troubles, is that my fault as an advertiser? Yeah, no. Which is a very succinct way of making his argument. However, that guy made this documentary, right? Like, he's part... Is he not part of that media group? No. Well, I don't know if he... No, he was the filming guy. The media group was the, like, the Instagram... Like, I, but I think they all use this documentary as a way to laundry their image. Yeah. And and that was the main gist of it. It was Billy Bad. Oh. It. Can you let me finish one Sorry, sentence? I just thought laundry Jeez. money. Clean money. I've never understood that. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other thing. Okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Every time she's ever heard it her whole life is just flashing back. So what did you think it was before this? Just like a fun way. Just like something I did not understand. <laughs> I didn't understand when you were explaining it. Like you're like clean money. I'm like, yeah. What? With it. I was waiting. <laughs> so with that done, are we going to marry, fuck, Jerry, or are we going to kill this? <laughs> uh, I thought I would fuck this one. I liked it. I think for an entertainment standpoint, it was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I was happy with it. Yeah, I say fuck too is entertaining. If you knew about the festival when it was going down, it was something to kind of follow up with it. It definitely, like you said, you have to follow with that lens and know that not everything is is as it appears to be. So a fuck for what it's worth. Well, that makes it a threesome because I'm going to say fuck as well. I don't like documentaries. I didn't enjoy watching this. Just to be clear, I, I had a bad time watching this documentary. But I think it's important that people become a little bit more aware that if people... If it's as my dad always used to say, if something's too good to be true, it usually is. I think that's a perfect case of it. And uh, so with our three fucks on the board, uh, Lauren, why don't you uh, sign us off here? Why do you have to put it to me every time? Put it to Ashley. Uh, so Ashley, uh, why don't you sign us off here at Flix OGs? If you ever need to suck a dick, don't take, a shower take, a, take a shower first. <laughs> take a shower first.